Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. All right, hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to Build Exclusively with Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Glad to have each and every one of you on the call today. <clears throat> We're excited. As always, today is today's Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. All right. And so we're always, always, we are excited. And let me just put this plug in right now. Give me a moment and put this plug in. Hold on. Get it off. Send me a message. Boom. There we go. Exploring Alignment Conference. It's coming. Okay, y'all. Nine days. It's coming. Nine days. Next Thursday, to be exact. Okay. 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, all the way to 3.15, p.m., okay? It is, it is going to be like none other event you have attended. So you want to get your tickets. Get your tickets. They're $49 right now. Please do not wait until next Thursday. They go up to $97. If you do, we don't mind you paying the $97. However, comma, we would, you know, you know, you would appreciate getting in at $49. Again, it is a conference like never before, okay? Please be sure 
get your tickets now. You know, people that need to be here, talk to them and tell them, hey, you coming to this event, all right? Well, I can't make it. It's, it's online. Yes, you can. You can be at home, okay? You can be at home. Well, I can't make it because I got to work. You know what? No problem. Get it anyway. Get a ticket anyway. And you can get the video and have it and keep it forever. Okay? Have and keep the video forever so you can always go back and look at the conference. But you don't want to miss this event. Okay? Whether you can attend right there live or not. Okay? Thank you, though. So what, though? <clears throat> All right. I'm about to... <laughs> I'm about to get out of the way of greatness and hand it over to the one that Mr. Smith calls the freckled one, okay? We love her. We know her as Dee, Dee Marie, the Care Bear with all the rainbows, okay? She has been doing a wonderful, fantabulous job on these calls, and I know she's going to kill it this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Deanna Marie. Buenos mornings. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Grace, for bringing up the alignment conference, because I'm going to ask you guys some questions today, and I want us to really think on these questions, because these questions pertain to the alignment conference, and I want us to ask ourselves these questions as well as, you know, um, we'll put the questions in the chat as we go. So you can go, you can copy and paste them and go back in and journal with these questions. Um, when it comes to exploring your alignment, alignment is a holistic thing. It's a mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual integrity that we explore to make our lives better, to make the lives of those around us better, and to live in our purpose. And the first question I want to ask everyone is, how can our personal blockages affect our relationships? And what can we do to make them better? The personal energy blockages, we've uh, talked about chakras, uh, or you've heard about chakras. We've talked about blockages as in um, your perception, your subconscious, uh, things that you decide to do, but because you are blocked or you are unopened or you don't have an open mind or you're ignorant or arrogant to whatever is in front of you, that is, can be a personal energy block. Uh, I'll, I'll give an example, you know, for the longest, I would not let anybody lead me. Everything I did, I did on my own. If there was information I needed, I did the research. If there was something that I needed to learn, I taught myself. If there was an obstacle that I needed to get over, I didn't ask for help because no, can't nobody lead me better than I can lead myself. And that was a personal blockage for me, as well as it was blocking the energy of my inner kid who always wanted to learn, who loves being a student. I love being a student. I love learning. That is, put something in front of me that sparks my interest and I'm going to dig in. Chakras, Kundalini awakening, um, the Kundalini energy itself, Buddhism, 
uh, Sikhism, you, the, the Bible. If you, but in order for me to learn how I have, to, in order for me to get to where I am today, I had to release that blockage. And I had to let down the, let, let go of that subconscious thought and to retrain it to allow Antonio to lead me, which led me to books, which led me to teaching classes, which led me to speaking engagements, which led me to a deeper connection with my spiritual journey, which led me to friends, which led me to you guys. If I had not allowed him, if I had not released that blockage and allow him to lead me, I would have never met any of you. I would have been stuck in my city, not knowing anybody outside of the state of Texas, outside of the cities of Galveston, Texas City, Lamarck League City, you know, Southwest Houston, Houston, all those areas. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today. So, and then we wouldn't be together. Like, lead me. I'm good. I can leave myself. I don't need to be married to somebody. And if I am, or if I'm with someone, then I'm the lead. And that's not how, that's not how that relationship goes. There is no lead in a relationship. There is a partnership, but not a I lead you followship. And then imagine how I would be as a parent. Can't nobody leave my child but me. I'm a single parent. No, you can't. Like, could you imagine raising a child and a son? Because I'm a firm believer in a young boy needs a man to teach him things. There's only so I can teach him how to nurture, I can teach him how to be kind. But I can't teach him the responsibilities of a man. What the hell do I look like? I got two X chromosomes, not an XY. Me releasing that. I mean, it, look, it even boils down to I don't want nobody teaching him. So you know what? I'm just gonna homeschool him. He don't, he don't need to, he don't need nobody else to teach him. But then that takes away from him and his learning and his education him learning how to be a productive black male citizen of this world. I'm going to break him like everybody else and he going to think, oh, so this, this is how it's supposed to be. You know, I'm supposed to be stomped down by women. So every woman he comes across is going to be one that's like his mama. Leads everything. Don't let him do nothing. Don't let him be the man of the house. Don't let him be the provider. You just sit there and be a living babysitter and play your video games all day. This is what happens when you allow your personal energy blockages to affect your relationships. It'll affect your business relationships, your personal relationships, your familial relationships. It'll affect everything. The relationship with my mom. It got so bad to the point where my mama can't leave me. I got this mama going somewhere. I, let me live my life. But then when I came across 
strong women in professional fields, I cowered down knowing I knew better. When I came across men in the professional field, I stuck my chest out. You ain't better than me. You, you see how this 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 blockage, personal energy blockage of can't nobody leave me had, will affect my entire life if I had not done anything about it? So now I present this question to you. So we're, we're going into open discussion time. So please unmute your mic. Don't worry about your background noise or anything. Go ahead, Ms. Susan. You know, um, one of the first things Phil said to me is, as we were in our relationship, that not one of the first things, but something that really was profound to me was he was so happy to be part of a family, you know, because his dad passed away when he was six, three days after Christmas, he had lost his sister, his mom kind of just kind of, you know, freaked out for quite a while, had issues. So when he came into our family, he was, he hadn't had a Christmas and he didn't have a male figure. So he really looked up to my dad and, you know, wanted to learn from him. Um, and he did somewhat, but, you know, my dad was a fixer upper guy could do anything and that one Phil's strength but he he learned a lot from my dad um you know in the time that he was he passed away when our youngest was when I was pregnant with our youngest so we didn't have him after that but I still model everything from him to this day and I think for Don to have that is really special you know to i mean he he has his dad but you know to have in the home with him with you and the way you want that to go i think that's really important and you know very helpful for him and for you too Thank you, Ms. Susan. And it actually has been because the relationship that Don has with the men in his life, if I let my personal blockage be my guide, he wouldn't have a relationship with any of them. I would be fighting his dad every step of the way. There would be no peace. Antonio wouldn't be able to say anything to him. Don't correct him. Don't don't check him, don't help him, don't say nothing to him. My relationship with my dad would be strained because I wouldn't want him to say anything to him. You know, my relationship with my mother would be strained because I wouldn't want her influence on him. My relationship with my brother would be strained because you're my brother and his uncle, so know your role. You know, and there are times where Antonio has had to say something to Don. And I had to release that and understand you are his mother. It takes a village to raise a child. And because you're his mother and not his father or male figure in his life that he can look up to, you need to back off. 
because the I know that the men in his life only treat him with love. Only treat him in a way that when he grows up, he's a man of value and a man of substance. But what values will would I instill upon him if I if no one can lead me? So thank you very much, Miss Susan. And it, it took me, it took me a minute to get here because my brother is one. I, he you he used to ask me all the time. He say, "Hey, if I if I see him doing something, what do you want me to do?" And I told him, "Check him, because you gonna see stuff I'm not gonna see because I'm his mom." And what my brother would do is, if he sees Don doing something, he would come to me and say, "Hey, this is what he's doing. You might wanna might wanna get a handle on that because he playing you." And me being me, he just a baby. And and my brother's like, okay. I'd still have permission to check him if I see him doing something, right? I say, yeah, 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 go ahead. But after that, my my brother would openly in front of me, yo, mama told me I could do this. You need to stop doing that. Antonio, well, he would sit there quiet. And after I finish whatever conversation I'm having with Dawn, he used to be, do you want me to say something? Or do you want me to sit here and just be quiet? And I'm like, no, 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 say something. And he would say stuff to me and I would like it. I'm like, mm. but now the relationship is when he hears Don doing something that he knows is not productive to Don's purpose in life, he'll tell me, no, 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 let me talk to him. And they will have a conversation. And Don has a completely different energy after that. His dad has done the same thing. I've called his dad when he's acted up in school and given his dad and giving him the phone. Next thing I know, he's sitting there. I'm sorry, mommy. I won't do it anymore. And I'm sitting there like, okay, whatever conversation y'all had, that's on y'all. That's between you two. I'm good. Because at this point, I've done what I'm supposed to do. I've did my I've done my nurturing. Now you need to be led by a man. Okay. And what I picked up on, because I had that, because I had that personal blockage when he was born, what I picked up on was Don had no respect for female authority. That's something that him, that his dad and Antonio has been working on with him. And he's gotten a lot better, but he had no respect for female authority. When it came to me, my mom, his other grandmother, we could say stuff to him 15 times, argumentative, act like he didn't hear us, ignoring us. But let my dad, my brother, Antonio, or his dad say something to him. He instantly, or his, or his, or my stepdad say something to him. He instantly broke out in tears because it was something about that deep voice and that, uh, that male aggression, not, not negative, but that male that male authority that did something to him. Once I dropped the can't nobody lead me but me, Don is a completely different kid. And he now pays attention to female authority, especially since every teacher he has had since he has been in school has been a young woman, younger than me. 
like all of them. One of them just got married. We saw her last night as kindergarten teacher. His first grade teacher moved to another school. And his second grade teacher is a woman. And they're all younger than me. So can you imagine how hard, how consistently embarrassed I would be if I didn't let down the can't nobody lead me but me mentality and energy? How hard it would be for me with Dawn in school? So I present this question to everyone else. How can our personal energy blockages affect our relationships and what can we do to make them better? So now the floor is open. Y'all have at it. I'm, I'm gonna enjoy today because we're gonna dig deep in some things. And again, make sure you get your exploring alignment ticket because these questions are going to be discussed in detail during the conference. And you will also have solutions and resources that you can go to to help you with these. So let's get started. The, the line is open. Do we have a caller? Okay, I thought I thought Renee was about to. Uh, oh, go, go ahead, Renee. Uh, you look like yeah. you're about to mute your Go ahead. I was, but then I was also like, oh, okay. I thought somebody else was about to go. Um, something that um, I bumped, I bumped heads with with profit. Woo, really big when um especially when we first, when we first met and I was like, this is, this is some, this is, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's material stuff, but I was, I was proud of, the, of, of my, of my material stuff. You know, I had been on my own since I was 21, you know, and I worked at, at, you know, eventually get in my own place. Renee got her own place. Renee got got the, you know what I'm saying, I got, got the job with the office and people call me, oh, Renee, you got somebody up here. And I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I had the office. I was like, hey, you know, state benefits. I was like, all right. <laughs> I like my state benefits. <laughs> so here comes here comes here comes Jay, being Jay, <laughs> and very like, well, I wanna, you know, I wanna help you. I wanna, you know, what I'm saying, you know, help you with this because I was doing everything myself, and I'm like, I don't, I don't need nobody's help. I got, I've, I've got this. I've been holding me down, um, you know, what I'm saying, because. Keep in mind, I said I was on my own since 21. I met Jay at 34, 34, 33. There we go. I was off. 33. So, you know what I'm saying? These are years that I'm like, shoot. I ain't had to answer to nobody but God. You know what I'm saying? If there was money in the account, I was like, all right, I'm going for what I want to do. Uh, if I want to travel, okay, I got the, the money's in the account. Let's roll. <laughs> I I ain't got to answer to nobody. I'm like, shoot, I don't I don't need to answer to nobody. I got my own thing going, you know. 
that man was like, well, I want to help you. I want to help you. And I'm like, and it took a while for me to actually um, be like, yeah, to actually be able to put that on somebody. But he wanted me to do it. And I'm like, why? Why would you want me to do that? I'm I'm good. Ain't nobody ever asked me, Renee, how are you feeling? Renee, and really actually want to hear, and it's not just something that people say, like, yeah, how are you doing? It's almost like when, sometimes when people ask you, how are you doing? They don't expect you to say, oh, well, you know, I woke up this morning and I really had to go to the bathroom really, really bad. I mean, they don't expect you to say something like that. They just kind of want, sometimes people want you to say a blanket response just so they can go back and be like, yeah, everything is okay, but it's actually not. But um, he really wanted to help me and and I did not know how. I did not know how because I was like, I was like, you just like every other, you know what I'm saying? Like every other dude, you you gonna be like every other dude. You just want me because I'm gorgeous, or you want me because I'm thick. And and you know what I'm saying? And as soon as you figure out that it ain't happening, that you ain't getting none, you're gonna be like every other dude that's gonna, I'll be like, so well. But he wasn't, he kept. Coming around me. Oh, I should have realized it then. Man's hard headed. <laughs> but I had to let go. I was so much in that masculine energy, and I didn't realize it at the time. I did not realize it because I'm like, shoot, and they got this. All right, all right. I was behaving like I was a dude. And now it's so. It's so comforting that I'm just like, I don't know. If you ask me, Renee, I'm like, I do not know. Um, you know, he's like, well, Renee, you know, we got this coming up. What would you want to do? I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> you go ahead. You just you just let me know where you're going. I'll let you go ahead, baby. I'm just going to sit back with yeah. a glass of lemonade and you go ahead and and He'll do it to the end of the world and back. And I just, even though there's some things that I'm, I still am like, shoot, I, I still want to be, you know what I'm saying, even um, more independent in, but when it's, but that's probably more so for business where I'm like, yeah, I got to, but when it's something dealing with Jay or our life or anything that we doing, and it's, a, and it helps me to breathe a lot easier because I was wearing the weight of the world and I didn't realize that I just put it on myself because I was like, well, ain't nobody, ain't nobody else is. So who else is going to, is going to do it. And then I was like, yeah, I gotta be strong. I gotta be strong. Well, now I can be strong, but I don't have to be strong in that way anymore where I have to, you know, Oh, you know what I'm saying? Where I have to feel like, when I actually have, when I have someone that wants to be like, okay, I want to make sure I don't put too much on Renee. I want to make sure I keep Renee, you know what I'm saying, in my mind because I don't want to do this. So I'm, yeah, I bumped heads a lot, a lot with him because I really thought he was going to be like every other dude. And I was like, shoot, man. And the other dudes I was with was just, 
a bunch of a bunch of creeps, man, a bunch of a bunch of angry birds. That all that's all they wanted was one thing. But is the difference when um, someone comes in and is and they're actually they're not they're not a liability to you. I dealt with liabilities, man. A lot of liabilities. That's what they did very well. They lied about the abilities, <laughs> liabilities. But um, yeah. So. No, I thank you. I thank you very much, Renee. How many other women? Because Renee's masculine energy was my, I can lead myself. So how many more of you are so much in your masculine energy that you're pushing away the people that the universe God has put into your life or is a part of your alignment to help you excel and accelerate in your purpose? I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because like I said, can't nobody lead me better than I can lead myself. That don't work in a relationship. I, uh, yeah, I might be, but I, I really don't think, I don't know. I, I, I think some would think that is the case for me. So I'm not sure. I don't think I am, but there may be some, some times where I am. But mine is out of, um, I'll say forced independence. When you get to a point where you are required just because life in the road you, your, and choices you've taken kind of dictates that if you're going to survive, you are what you have to survive. You know, so by nature of being, ending up being, I, I had to make a decision whether to stay in my marriage. I made the decision. He didn't. I made it because we were miserable. He very rarely was coming home. It just got that bad. And I, I was tired of being tired. So I made a decision knowing it was going to be a challenge, knowing that my heart was, was hurt, all the things, but I was, the misery is what took me out. of. I can't do this anymore is basically what my, my heart was telling me. So out of forced independence, I, I had to, to survive by myself. And so if that might be considered masculine, I would have preferred not to be in that situation, but I, my choice was suffer um or get out and even when I got out I suffered some but I suffered some because that was on my own emotional issues that I had to figure out and deal with so I think maybe there's probably some but up to a point <laughs> okay I just busted on myself because I said up to a point I'm probably pretty stubborn and 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 yeah kind of want things the way I want want them but I will surrender I I, I still believe a man's role is is his role and we as women walk aside um and not in front or bossy or over dominant blah 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 so i don't know i'm i might have to surrender to that but it's little i'm i'm, I'm a little little one <laughs> well listen okay as adonia was saying i i'm kind of like that too uh being on your own for so long you know, being the man and the woman, you know, uh, trying to raise two teenage boys and, you know, yeah, I had to be stern and that came out of me and it, it come out in relationships because I know what I had to do and I know what it took for me to take care of my sons. So if he doesn't have that, 
You know what I mean? He can't really, because uh, I've already done that. You know what I mean? So you got to be able to take care of me and them if I, if they were still in the house. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I, I get a little dominant too when it comes to that. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, you can't leave me. I'm sorry. You got to know what you're doing. So, and, and I find a guy like that, it's just easy for me to melt. You know what I mean? Just get right on up under him. As long as I know he's leading me in the right direction, I am absolutely good with that. No, and that's that that happens. Like Miss Adonia says, sometimes it's forced independence. But but the difference, because both of you said it, you both said it. The difference between what you two had to do and me was choice. Both of you were forced into masculine energy. Me, I chose masculine energy. And then both of you said, if that masculine energy comes by, comes into my path and it's masculine energy, I don't mind backing into my feminine energy and letting you run things. Not this one. Me and you, we gonna bump heads because my masculine energy is stronger than yours. And as my brother said, I found somebody who could handle me because, uh, <laughs> I'd have ran around, I'd have ran across too many men who my energy was stronger than theirs. And I was like, I can't fool with you. And then here come Antonia. And we bumped heads until I was like, you show right. Let me just go and calm my calm my little tail down. Let me, let me, let me, let me chill out. <laughs> let me chill out. But that happens. You have situations in life that force you into a position that you you don't want. But you choose that energy because that's you you have to do that in order to survive. So that happens in life. But both of you said it clear as day. Yeah, if if the right masculine energy come across my path, I am willing to say you can have all this. I don't want it. You want to pay bills? Go ahead. You want to leave this family? Shh, go ahead. I'm going to sit right here and be your cheerleader the whole time. Hip, hip, hooray. <laughs> but then you have people like me who, mm-mm, you can be as masculine as you want. I could cheer. I'm my own cheerleader. Thank you. And I, And you push having that kind of energy it's a blockage for me because my being in my role, I am a big kid. Kids like to learn. Kids need to be led at some point. Kids need structure. Kids need positive role models. If I'm all this for myself, where do I have the energy to give that to somebody else? Where do I have the energy to be in my purpose? If I'm so busy being Antonio's, uh, in Antonio's role, which, as we all know, does not suit me. Because we, we on both ends. Like, he on this end and I'm on this end. But if I'm over here, where am I meeting my purpose? So I had to release that blockage so I can be in my purpose. So he can lead me. 
So what you and Miss Adonia said, that happens. But at the same time, both of you are also aware enough and mature enough to understand, look, this was forced on me. I may have made choices that I made choices for my for my emotional and mental and physical and spiritual security. But if an Uncle Romy Rome or Mr. Phil or an Antonio or a Prophet Jerry come across my path, I'm willing to drop that masculine energy. Because you telling me I can trust you to lead me and you got this and I'm going to do my part and be your rah-rah cheerleader so you can. But just yeah, one, was, just one right. thing. Go ahead, Ms. Adonia. I'm laughing because of something you said, and I, and I kind of stood up and said, wait, 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 wait. I will probably give you 75%. There's always going to be a 25. That's mine. That's not negotiable because I will never put myself in such a vulnerable position where you leave and I don't know what to do. So like Bill Pan, mm, we'll have to negotiate. Because I'm going to have some of my own money and you're going to have your money and then we going to have our money because I will never surrender 100%. Now that could be a problem, but going into a relationship that will need to be clear. I will never give 100% because then if I choose to leave, I know I can. I'm not going to be stuck there because I've surrendered and you're doing it all and the money's all in one account and you take me and no. I will never surrender 100%. So that could be good or bad, depending on the relationship. I agree with that, too. I can't help but cheer her on, because I agree with that, too. Nobody's getting 100%. Now, I totally agree with that. And I got my own bank accounts, going to keep them, always have. And if, if things don't work, I will leave. I can move on. You, I've done it four times. You know, I'm tired of running, actually. But uh, I'm not going to be in anything and be miserable. I'm not going to do it for anyone. So it's just got to be right. Or I'm just, I'm all right by myself. You know, yeah, I, I call that a his, mine, and ours. You have yours and that's yeah. your money, pocket money. Do you? I have mine. If I buy 400 pair of shoes, too bad. Business. And you then it's an hour so we can co-mingle our money and pay the bills the that we have. But other than that, yeah, so... I That's could be made agree. considered difficult, but oh well. I totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. Go ahead, go ahead, Talisha, and then I, I'll comment on that because I, I understand <laughs> exactly what both of you are saying. Roman Rome's face is cracking me up. I know, I know, right? I, I'm a, I'm gonna want him to uh to to, to open up. Please. The, uh, yeah, the let's have some hands on this line. <laughs> Look at them, Mr. Phil leaned in. So I'm gonna I'm gonna need our men to call in on, on today's on today's station. <laughs> Go ahead, Jalisha. Um, so I wanted to add to that. I feel uh what Andoni and Adonia was saying was uh accurate. And is it Janice? Did I pronounce that right? Janice. Janice, sorry. Janice. Janice. Uh, I feel like uh, I can weigh in in that situation because I had to make a decision for myself and determine whether I want to, for him, it was like, you know, this is a, he didn't see the issue with the relationship. He thought it was okay to stay in a toxic relationship. He was fine and dandy with that. And then, so I spoke up, it, like Adonia said, it was hard to make that decision, but I had to stand up and like, you know what, let's have a sit down. 
I can't do this anymore. I was at a breaking point. Um, you walk around like ain't nothing going around wrong and I'm noticing everything that's going wrong and you're okay with it. So um, at that moment, I realized that it affected not just him, but it affected my daughter and everybody else that was involved in their relationship. Um, and Adonia, you mentioned how you would never, you keep 25% for yourself, like of, of that, you know, that masculinity. And I wish I would have done that because it was harder for me to walk out the doors when I should have left five or six years ago because I allowed him to leave. And his leaving got me to where, and my choice, I homeschooled my child. I didn't really search for a job because financially he had us. Um, but letting a man have you totally is not a good idea. I'm not going, it is not a good idea. Um, from my experience, well, maybe with the right man, but from my experience, you have to have that back up. Um, I felt like I was in prison. I felt as if I had no self-control. You know, I was under his will, his his say, uh, whether I want to go here or there. It was based off of his income, his, you know, and it, it took a, um, he used that as a sense of control and authority. And I was, it was eating my soul up and I felt helpless and messed with my self-esteem. You know, and it was like, what am I teaching my child? You know, do we continue to go down this path? So never, ever will I ever put myself in that situation. I will always have. And if I had a mom at that time or uh, another woman to tell me, Alicia, you know, to have that talk to, I probably would have led myself in a better situation. Kind of like what we were talking about yesterday on the call about when I first got married and yeah, yeah, no conversation you had yesterday. However, me having that woman figure being married at such a young age uh, would have helped me make helped me from making a lot of mistakes that I did. So I totally agree with y'all. Wonderful, wonderful thing. He yeah. took advantage of your vulnerability. And that's how that's what you were saying about your finances, that's that's one thing uh, I don't think a woman should ever do. You should, we should always, even as a little girl, my dad taught me this, to have your own, always. It ain't, it, it, not just saying to have an escape, uh, but I'm, I'm saying if you need one, it's there. You created it for yourself and it's for you to leave. Like I said, I've been married four times and I'm 63 years old. Had I stayed in that first marriage, up until now, my life, just me imagining and thinking about it. I mean, he want to hit, he want to put his hands and that stuff. No, you're not going to want to black your eyes. Who wants to live like that? And and then, oh, I, I did it because I love you. You don't love me. You don't love, love me. And women, and I couldn't stay there. You know, that first time I'm like, no, no, no. Because it don't do nothing but get worse. You're not going to be putting your hands on me. So I left that. You know, it's not good for my kids, you know, and it was their father, you know, so I got away from that. And so he taught me, my son's father taught me not to tolerate any of that and what to do if I need to get away. I learned that from my first husband, you know, and like I said, you know, um, if, if, if the guy 
comes along and he is first a God-loving man. Honor that. You know what I'm saying? And, and he he knows how to lead himself. Of course, we can get in this partnership together and work together. But I'm still going to have mine and I'm sure he's still going to have his. You know, you learn things. And I, us, us as young ladies, we do, we get into situations at an early age and we're so afraid to get out of it. We don't know how to get out of it. We don't have anybody to talk to that's been through it. Life is not over because that relationship did not work. It's plenty more down the line, believe you me, especially when you get into it at an early age. I was 18 when I got married. Yeah, I'd be beat up, beat down, broken, and everything else had I stayed. And I know this. So it's signs all over the place when we meet these guys. It's signs out there just hitting us in the face. We just, oh, bat that one away, bat that one away. Now I'll let it come to you so you can realize what you're getting ready to get into. All right, I ain't trying to preach. <laughs> <laughs> no, you good, Miss Janice. You good. And okay. So we have two, two different. Okay, so for you guys, you were forced into your masculine energy. I was raised in my masculine energy. So my 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 experience is completely different from y'all's experience. I was the I was the masculine energy in my relationships. And if the man I was with didn't match or exceed my masculine energy, you were not worthy of me. And then I ran into Antonio. <sighs> now let me tell you something. His masculine energy exceeded above and beyond mine. And since I'd met my match, I was like, okay, you know what? And I met a match that allowed me to be in my feminine energy. But had I not released that personal blockage of can't nobody lead me better than I can lead myself, we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be talking to y'all. But see, the three of you were forced into your masculine energy. So your stance is 100% right. Because, okay, I'm feminine energy, and now I'm forced to be masculine. Because what's not going to happen is that. That's not going to happen again. And then when it comes to finances, Antonio straight told me, you got your bank account. I got my bank account. This is our joint savings. And we're together, everything we make, we'll put 10% in there, 10% 10, 10 from your pot, 10% from my pot. This the bills, this the bill account. So we're going to put this percentage into our bill account. And then whatever's left is ours. When I dropped my, can't nobody lead me like I can lead me, it came with my own bank account. 
it came with the partnership instead of the domination. See, the three of you, y'all was forced in y'all position. Y'all was forced to be in your masculine energy. Not this one. I was raised in it. I was raised in being dependent. I was raised in worry about yourself. I was raised in you're a strong Black woman, lead yourself. I wasn't raised in partnership. I wasn't raised in we are one. So my personal blockage is completely different because I wasn't forced into it. I was raised in it. My heart goes out to each of you because I know heartache too. Because when I was in my feminine energy in my teenage years, Miss Janice, my heart was broken. But because I was raised in my masculine energy, are you so right? I'm going to get you before you get me. Oh, you think you're going to break my heart? Watch this. I can break your heart 10 times better than you could ever break me. Watch me. That's, that's, That's what I grew up in. So when I released, so that was a, that was a personal energy blockage for me. See, to Renee, because Renee had the same story. She was, she was, she, Renee raised herself. She knows, she, please understand, she had a beautiful mother. Her mother was wonderful. You've heard the stories. And if you listened, you've heard, her mother had a beautiful voice. Oh my God. Beautiful voice. We got to hear her mother sing too. Beautiful voice. But Renee was the same way. Oh, y'all want to, y'all, I got y'all. I got this. I go, I got this. You go sit your tail down thinking you can outmasculate me. I'm going to do it 10 times better than you. <laughs> but my, my personal blockage, and because I had that, all I attracted to myself were men I can dominate. One of them, I told him, I said, man, I need a man with a stronger spine. You got a jelly spine. This is me talking to him. You got a jelly spine. I can't fool with you. I don't want a man that if I tell him jump, he asks me how high. I want a man that if I say jump, he going to look at me and be like, "Uh, you jumping too? Because we in this together. I ain't, what, what you mean jump? But every man I attracted to me, if I said jump, they asked me how high. And I instantly, oh, shh, I'm a masculine you. We can't do this. <laughs> that was my personal blockage. But the moment that I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this blockage go. I'm going to release this blockage because I desire better relationships. Here come Antonio. Not be doggone. Okay, I can't out-masculine that masculinity. Let me tell you something. I tried. Ain't work. (laughs) But I now have a better relationship. My personal relationships are are 10 times better than they've ever been. 
So what sparked this conversation was the question of how can your personal energy blockages affect your relationships and what can we do to make them better? And I want to thank Talisha and Ms. Janice and Ms. Adonia and Renee for unmuting, excuse me, for unmuting and speaking up because they gave a different aspect of it, which I absolutely love. Me I can Renee. give you a whole different aspect. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> At home, when I was being raised, I was raised both masculine and feminine. I was raised to be strong, take care of all the bills, and do all that at the same time being forced to be feminine when we're out in public. So in the house, literally four walls, you have to be masculine. When you're outside of the walls, you have to be feminine. You want a whole sort of messed up, take that into the teenage years going, okay, I'm in four walls of a building for school. Do I get to be masculine? Do I get to be feminine? This went through high school. So my first husband really messed me up because he kept me in the same unbalanced energy. He didn't know what he was either. So of course, because I don't know what I am and I can't release one or the other, that's the energy I pull toward me because I have to be feminine to raise my daughter according to what I was being told by others. But I have to be masculine enough to hold my own. Go into 2011, met my second husband that suppressed, forcibly suppressed all the masculine energy to be feminine. And we didn't mesh at all. It's taken three years, almost four years for my fiance now. This is why we're not married to help me decide how, where the lines are so he can work around it. Because his energy is completely different, but he's comfortable with who he is. So he can help me find who I'm comfortable being. I love that one. Especially that last one. He is comfortable with who he is. So he's helping me become comfortable with who I am. You have it, Antonio. Congratulations, Melissa. It's too big. You I, got I, I do. I really do. Bless but I have someone, it's when I'm in business, I get to be the masculine energy. When I'm home, it's all feminine. Oh, you want to pay the bills? Okay, you go do that. Stay out of my business. That He doesn't have any funds at all, a single penny in my company because I won't allow it. That's my garden. Stay out of it. But he allows that. that okay. There is something that Melissa released over the years that attracted a man to her that was like, you know what? I know who I am. Baby girl, I'm gonna give you your time. Go and work it out. You have all this, you have all this safe space to figure out how to balance you. And I got you. I'm gonna be here watching. So when you do this and you do that, I'm catching it. So I can know, okay, she not gonna let me do that but she will let me do this. But I'm gonna give her all this safe space. So there's something Melissa had. And then she she just said it herself. It's taken me almost three, four years. That's why we're not married yet because he's allowing me the space to explore and find out, find my balance. 
that's partnership but there but he but what he's doing is he's allowing her the space to release whatever personal blockages she has so they can be in partnership me It's just, this is what it is, okay? I'm not changing, so you figure this out. <laughs> so I commend Melissa. I commend Miss Adonia, Miss Janice, and Renee, because they got it. This one? I was, I was, what? This is the eighth, I was eight months old when I figured this out. Isn't she? Isn't she over there looking all sparkly and 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 ageless? Like, oh, what happened to you? You don't. Every time I see Melissa, I'm like, what is she doing? Like, her face is always so glowy and smooth. Like, what is she doing? I need to go back tomorrow. She she looks that way close up too. She does. She does. I need to go back to my regimen of black soap and vitamin D oil vitamin E oil, sorry, but releasing your personal blockages will increase the value and the love and how you feel in your relationships. So who else? We're gonna, who, who, who's the next caller on the line? How can our personal energy blockages affect our relationships? And what can we do to make them better? Good morning, Natalie. Yeah, Felicia just took her daughter. <laughs> Who's the next caller on the line? I was waiting on one of these gentlemen. I was waiting. Grace? I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to do that. That calling out. We'll see, Uncle Romy Rome's energy. Mr. Phil over there just laid back, cool, calm, and collected like he always is. Both, both Mr. Phil and Uncle Romy Rome, they be have they have stuff that they be wanting to say, but they just sit back and absorb <laughs> what's being said until they pull at them too much, and then they have to unmute. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna let them beat them today, because when they do unmute, it's gonna be on and popping. <laughs> well, let's get on and popping then, because the on. Bible says. Even a fool is counted as wise when he keeps his mouth shut. Come on. They don't know if I'm stupid or not, as long as I keep my mouth closed. Now, when I open my mouth, I remove all doubt, like, oh, yeah, he is an idiot. So guess what? <laughs> I need to be cautious. First of all, I'm outnumbered, okay? All right? That's number one. <laughs> I'm not as dumb as I look. But when I listen to Janice speak, and when I listen to Adonia speak, and when I listen to Talisha speak, I says, you know what, Jerome? They're absolutely correct about how they feel and what they feel they need to do in reference to now and their future. And it's not your place to contradict or change that. And I'm cool with that, okay? But that's speaking from a female perspective. I'm not female, I'm male. I'm that man. I'm that guy out there. And, and Grace, I love what you said about that liability. 
<laughs> no, it wasn't you. It was uh, um, Renee. Uh-huh. He lied yeah. about his ability. I said, what? The? I hadn't heard that one before. Uh, Renee, I'm going to use that one, girl. I like that. But here's the, here's the deal. So I had to reflect on Jerome and my years. For last Thursday, I celebrated 44 years of marriage. Okay. So I've been, I've, I've been, I've been in the ring a couple of times. What's interesting is how we started. Cause when we started, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I wasn't looking for romance. As far as I'm concerned, God put this woman in my pathway and I'm trying to do the spiritual thing, but she kept getting in the pathway. So I said, God, come on now. I ain't got time for this. I'm trying to serve you. I ain't got time. I don't need no what You don't know what you need. Excuse me? You don't know what. <laughs> I say, stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. If you don't get her out of my life, I'm going to marry her because you say it's better to marry than to burn. Well, we've been together 44 years. Here's what's crazy, guys. When I met this woman, I was unemployed. I just got out of the Army, didn't have a job, got a job making minimum wage. And this woman was pulling in four times a month what I was making minimum wage. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, is this, does this woman need to have her head examined? Is, is she crazy? Don't she know who she's marrying? I ain't even got a decent job. Is she marrying me? So I knew it wasn't, quote unquote, about the money only. And as I moved on in the years, I shared with people what I believe happened was that she wasn't looking at my resources at that time. Or as I like to say, God ain't looking for your ability, looking for your availability. She knew I had some stuff that wasn't cultivated. She knew I had some stuff that can make some things happen. And she said, I'm hooking my, I'm hooking my wagon to his train. And she did. And I made it very clear to her up front that I believe based on the way I was raised, the financial responsibility of our household falls on my shoulders, the man. You can go to work, you ain't, you ain't got to work, kids, blah, blah. The financial responsibility of this household falls on my shoulders. And, and I believe that then, I believe it today. And I believe that everything that I've done in the meantime is moving in that direction. So when she told me, in 1993, I don't want to work no more outside the home. Guess what I told her? You ain't got to work. Because I said to you, financial responsibility now, you don't work, chill. Watch, watch soap opera, do, do what you want to do. It got real tight financially. So I got a little part-time job. Wasn't enough. She said, baby, I said, yeah. She says, I'm going to I'm, I'm go out and get a little part-time job to, to try to help us out with the finances. I said, no, you won't. I said, I can get another part-time job, okay? I said, now, if I get another part-time job and we still can't make it, then I'll consider you. I went and got two part-time jobs. So I had three part-time jobs, working full-time. All the, all the bills were good. Bills were good. But the point was, what I said I was, I tried to live up to that. Another good example is she inherited $75,000 from a sale of the house for her family. And when the money came to us, she says, she says, look at our money. I say, it's not our money. She says, it's your money. She says, I say, it's your money. And you can do with that money whatever you want to. Now, I happen to be married to you. I happen to be your husband. And if you want to take some of that money and spend on moi, 
Come on, girl. Let's roll with it. But Dang that's it. your money, and you can do whatever you want with it. Because if I weren't married to you, I wouldn't get a dime. She told me about five years ago. Five hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, Maybe, a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code. Seriously, like a real-life cheat code. And then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me future you will thank you have you later her brother and his wife he was blind diabetes whatever that she was siphoning his money out of the bank and he didn't even know and she said to me i'm so glad you said to me what you said in reference to it being my i said I, I, i'm i'm just i'm just keeping it 100 okay boom 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 and that's the way i felt now did she buy me a couple things sure did did we spend some stuff on the house we sure did but she didn't have to spend a dime on the house or on me. It was her money. Now, when I got paid, I told her all I need is gas money and a little bit of money to eat. So when I, you know, I got lunch or like that, everything else I said, here, you manage the money. You manage the house. And she did that. And I never questioned it. Why? Because everything we needed, we had. So my thing is, is that when I was listening to them talk, I said, Gee, Jerome, you know, you're one of those guys that, you know, you're, you know, you're a little crazy, you're a little different. Well, the thing is, is that, and, and I think you go back when we talk about Adonia, when you know who you are, you got to know who you are. If you know who you are, then you know what you're tolerating, what you won't tolerate. You can co communicate. Y'all can work things out as you move forward. But you have to know who you, who you are and, 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 and what Melissa was saying about her fiance and allowing that other person to be who they are. I've told my wife too many times, baby, God hasn't told me to tell you how to be a wife. He's told me how to be a husband. And when things get stupid, that's my job. Not to be mad about what you do and what you don't do. What haven't I done? And when I'm focusing on that, guess what? Somehow, everything's okay. Hello? So that's that's me. So I says, I sit here and listen. I say, you know, it went from, I got to say something. You notice I calm down. Because as the conversation continued, I said, oh, they're, they're on point. They got it. They getting it. Shut up, Jerome. You ain't got nothing to say. So I'm glad we're having this conversation. I just wanted to throw my little piece in there. I, I want you to know I ain't scared, okay? I'm, 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 I'm going to talk about it. But for whatever reason, that woman saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. And through all of the, all of the years, that's what I strive to continue to do. Do we do we do this? Absolutely. We do that. But I, I'm grateful that back then when I didn't know no better, God was watching over us. 
and he's kept us on that road. And, you know, here we are today. But yeah, Janice, Talisha, Adonia, you have to do what you have to do for your sanity and for your survival. But I'm going to tell you, don't give up. There's a few more drones out there. Hey. I think I may have one. So hey. you know, I'm just taking my time, though. You know, taking my time. So, yeah. Thank you so, oh, thank you so much, Uncle Romy Rome. Thank you so much. Because what you just said was the type of man they was talking about. The one that, hey, that's your money. Again, it, I told y'all what Antonio told me. And, and every time I get money, he be like, that's your money. But guess what I do? I spend it on him. <laughs> 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 I do. I really do. Let me let let somebody drop a million dollars in my pocket. See, see, and see how he gonna see how he turn out. Cause he uh he gave me space to figure out who I am. And now that I know who I am, while he take care of the household, I'm gonna take care of him. He stay fed. Grace know what I'm talking about. He stay fed. He lead a house full. That's what I'm supposed to do. I know that's right. That's what I'm supposed to do. But if I was still in my can't nobody leave me like I could leave myself energy, then he'd be hungry all the time. <laughs> dehydrated. <laughs> and Jay would be dehydrated. Can't have that either. I, you know what? It's I love when I talk to mature adults because I could say stuff like that and don't get oh my goodness, they had it. Like, y'all, I'm so raw with my mama now. It ain't even funny. And I say stuff to her. Okay, Miss Janice, see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for hopping on with us. Uh I me and my brother, we so raw with my mama. It, it ain't even funny. If I if I look at her and say, Mom Antonio stayed there, he lead a house full. She'll look at me like Tiana Marie. I'm your mother. I, mean, you should, I don't want to know these things. <laughs> but that's what releasing that, that personal energy blockage that I had, it allows me to, because I always take care of the people I love. Me and my mom clashed before I was in any relationship. I had a full-time job at 17. Went to school during the day. Then I had the the early release. I can, and for my early release, my senior year, I went and worked at a private school. And then I was at the private school full-time after that, and then started working for uh, one of the ladies of the church who had her own business part-time and then left the left the school and went and worked for her full-time. So I've been working full-time. I've been getting a check since I was 17. Well, my little brother is five and a half years younger than me. So it's my role. Y'all heard that? That sounds like some masculine stuff right there. My role to take care of him. I ain't a boyfriend to spoil. So guess what? Go ahead, get this $150 watch. Go and get this $250 leather coat, which he still has to this day. And he is his, he is in his 30s. That jacket still fit, okay? 
I even got him the little stuff to treat the leather to make sure the leather stayed good. And he take care of that jacket. Now I was forced to return the watch. Um, this was like two, 20 years ago. And when I got the watch, it was a fossil. So y'all know what, how much fossils ran back then and how the, the yeah, my mama was like, no. <laughs> and the inside of his leather jacket girl I don't even remember it was a it was a store in a mall that just that just sold nothing but leather jackets and then the inside of the the inside of the jacket had this really pretty we call it candy color paint but it it did the it did the the color change grace like the candy color paint like if you put it one angle it was like uh like a gold color and then one angle is like a blue color I got a watch to match the inside of his leather jacket for his like 13th birthday. My mama was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> but in my masculine energy, I'm going to take care of my little brother. It's my money. I can buy him what I want to buy him. So I took back the watch, but he kept that jacket. And he still got that leather jacket to today. And it's still there. So I knew what I was doing. But now that I've released that can't nobody leave me but me energy, my relationships are better because I now allow the men in my family to be the men in my family. My husband to be my husband and me to be the girl. Every time we moved, it was my masculine energy moving us. Every time something needed to be done, it was my masculine energy leading it. But when I tell y'all this year, I'm like, before this year, before I hit the age of 40, it was straight, yo. I ain't doing that. That's your job. <laughs> that is, my energy is not calling to that anymore. You got this. <laughs> but I had to release that blockage. See, in order for me to receive the relationships I craved, I had to release that I'm the H-N-I-C. And had to go to, you know what? We partners. So you the H-N-I-C on this set. You know, I got to, you know, I, you know, I'm just going to say, you know, I know what that meant. But I'm just, I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, you know, there's there's a few faces out here that, that well, I'm too. Says, says we know better. But I just sorry, I just I'm having to acknowledge, you know, we know. Where you're oh my That's god, why, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I'm just laughing. Oh my god. That was my energy, big sis. That was my energy. So I got this. King Kong and that on me. This my house. <laughs> But the moment I was, when I tell you, the moment, the moment I was like, I'm tired. The battle within me, I'm tired. And I was like, you know what? I can't do this no more. The moment I let that blockage drop, 
the moment I cleared the pipes for that one, that particular energy blockage, hey, what I tell you, I feel like the weight of the world just came off my shoulders. So if that's the weight with Mr. Phil, Uncle Romy Rome, profit and law carry and Ron carry on a day-to-day basis, I want that. Mm-mm, nope, nope, I don't want it. You can have it. I didn't realize the weight I was carrying on me until I released it. And the moment I released it, my relationships became 10 times better because I wasn't trying to father my son. I was just mothering. I was nurturing my son. I was no longer trying to be the provider in this relationship. I became a partner to assist in the provisions for this household. I was no longer trying to compete with my dad for leadership. My dad is my dad and I'm his daughter. I was no longer trying to be the leader in this relationship with Antonio because he's the lead and I'm the help and we have a partnership. Nobody is greater than the each. He leads in his strengths and I lead in my strengths. My strengths are nurturing. His strengths are leadership, provision, and the head of the household. So once I released my blockage, my personal energy blockage, this became a partnership. I do not lead my son. I am in partnership with my son because I can't lead a man. While he is a boy, he's going to grow up to be a man. The only thing I can teach him is this is what feminine energy looks like. But if all I'm throwing at him is masculine energy, he either not going to date women like me or he going to date somebody just like me. And either way, I helped with that persuasion because, man, you know what? My mama, she was always trying to run stuff. So I'm going to get a woman I can run over. Man, my mama was always running stuff. That's the kind of woman I want so I can sit down and not do nothing. And then I just helped my my son be labeled as one of them B-A-N's. If y'all know what that abbreviation is. Or have an aggressively abusive son who runs all over his wife. So once I decided, Deanna, let that go. It's okay to let someone else lead because it's stuff you don't know and it's stuff you can't do. My relationships got a lot better because I used to bump heads with my mom. Because why? Because we both, we both two females with masculine energy living under the same roof. You're not going to lead me, but I am your leader because I'm your mother. I don't care who you are. You're not going to lead me. That's what our energies were saying. And we would do this. This happened until that little boy was born. And then after he was born, we were still going at it. It took me to chill out and to be like, hey, just chill. 
it took real masculine energy around me to be like, hey, it took a man to get me and my mama to chill the hell out. Because we couldn't do it on our own because we was two masculine energies bumping head at every single moment of every single day. It took someone of more masculine energy to tell two masculine females to calm the hell down. And we did, you know. (laughs) But then it took both of us to go through our own journey. And for both of us to release the masculinity. So now me and my mother can exist in our femininity together and love each other without the competition. So it makes the relationship, so my relationships are better because I released that energy blockage. I'm trying, that would be, I believe my, you have your root, and I think it's my setting on my sacral is here. I'm trying to remember the chakra energy that's in the pelvic area, because that's where your that's where your feminine energy flows from. That was a blockage I had right there. And trust me, these chakras, I've been trying to cleanse these holes for a minute. Excuse my verbiage. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> once, once, once again, you be you be going up my driveway and stuff. I'm just gonna God. give you. I'm just gonna go ahead and give you a spot at my table. You know, actually, we ain't got a table, but I, I just go ahead. You just pull up to my to to my sofa because um, it's it's um it's very it's very calming. Uh, we was over at the office doing paperwork, and Jay was was like. I was like, um, like Renee, I think you gotta fill this out. And I looked at it and I said, I said, I was, I was like, oh no, baby. I, was, I said, that's his head of household. I was, I was like, that's all you, homie. I was like, that's all you. I was like, mm-hmm, that's all you. And he was like, I said, yep. I said, Renee ain't gotta fill that out. I was like, your name is on this. My name's on it too. But so if they come, they they coming for you. And I was like, hey. I just sat there for a while and looked pretty and and kind of picked with them. But I was like, I said, I ain't got to do that no more. I I filled out stuff and they asked for head of household. And I was like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) I was like, that's me because this is mine. This is mine too. But I'm like, that's all all you on Skillet. And it's, it doesn't take anything, um, doesn't take anything from me. I'm just like, Well, yeah, I mean, I I absolutely um never thought that I could that I would say this, but I actually like that I don't have there's some things I don't have to think about because I'm just I don't have to, I don't have to. It doesn't mean that I'm like that I that I'm oblivious to what's going on in my house because I do know what's going on in my house, but I also um, I know Jay and I know his heart and I know what he is. I know the type of the type of man that, that he is. Um, and I'm really glad because sometimes I, I was like, you know, you have to 
check or or sometimes you have to look at people look at look at this uh social media and to see and not 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 necessarily like but you got to see the comments i did that looking at the comments and then looking at their pages to to see if the thirst was real you know what i'm saying to look at stuff and being like what's what's this and i'm asking him questions i ain't going to the girl i'm asking him uh, because you're supposed to be supposed to be with me. I went through all of that. And, you know, I'll be honest. But I know somebody said, Renee, her husband's very good looking. I know he is. I, I know he is. But he's the kind of man, he will cut it at the root. He'll cut it even before it becomes a root. Because I was like, I said, it's all you. I said, if you... If you went and did something, you you the one that's dissing God because God gave me to you, just like God gave him to me. And if I'm that cold enough to mess up that blessing, it's all it's all you, homie. It's all you or it's all me. But it's um it's very calming to just be like there's certain things I don't have to, I don't have to worry about because Jay has, has got so much masculine energy. I did marry, oh yeah, I married man. He's like, like Renee, this is what we going to do, blah, blah, blah. When we talk about finances, he's like, yep, yep. We, you know, this is, this is where I want to see our family going. And I'm cool with that because I didn't have to think of that, but we are all on one accord. And I'm like, Thank God. I don't have no gray hairs when it comes to him. I have gray hairs sometimes when it comes to his health because his health sometimes is a trip. But I don't have any gray hairs when it comes to him. I think some of the gray hairs I got in the past was because of some of, some of those birds, some of those dudes I dealt with. But it is just calming just to be in my feminine energy. And I told him, I said, it feels good he was like I was like I don't gotta be like you know I just gotta all right let's roll and there's ease a lot of ease to it and no headaches but that did feel good when we was filling out that paperwork I was in there like head of household and I said that's all you homie all right I love it but yeah it's ease it's ease and you breathe a lot better and I'm like I don't have to I don't have to look over my shoulder I don't have to you know look at Jay and be trying to feel like I got like I like I might want to suffocate him in his sleep I don't have to worry about that thank the Lord I'm so grateful um and it's just it's peace but it it's it's been the same peace that has been in our relationship really since we met. It's just that's when I that's when I kind of figured that he was it because there was just peace. Even though his accident was crazy, my accident was crazy. It was peace even in the middle of all of the crazy. And even now we married, there's still peace even when there's spurts of crazy. There's still peace, and I'm like, and I don't have to flex on this how much I make blah 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 he'd be he'd be flexing like man Renee she man I got me an educated woman I got and I'm like shoot he flexing and I, I don't have to I just 
They're like, that's Prophet's wife? Yeah. Uh-huh. That is me. And I'm just peace. And I just get to be feminine all the time and just be a kid all the time. I'm a dork. Our, our TikTok page, we just be dorks to each other. And it's cool because that's who we are. And it's a piece that I never thought would get here. And it's helping me to have more peace within myself because I'm like, and that part, it awakened something in you that you didn't know, that you didn't know was there. So there goes that shirt, Deanna. It was in me all along. It just took the right person to, to kind of be like, oh, snap, that is in me. So peace. I'll say. I love it. I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm um, also in communication with Antonio. His flight was way delayed. So we've been communicating. So I apologize for the delay. So sorry. Um, But no, thank you so much, Renee, for sharing. Because I love a piece. Let me tell you something. A personal energy blockage had me to a point that's sick and tired of being sick and tired i got that i know how i feel and that's what i told y'all that's when i was like man look i'm done you can have this i i i don't want to be masculine no more i just want to be a big girl okay i want to be a big girl kid that's it that's all i've been masculine all my life i had to fight I ain't doing it. <laughs> I couldn't help it, y'all. It just, Oprah was in my head. <laughs> I thought you were doing the Godfather for a second. <laughs> you told Harpo. <laughs> All my life I had to fight. The voice was deep in that one, too. Man, well, come on, Oprah. <laughs> Go ahead, Talisha. <laughs> Okay, so I have three concerns. I know how you are, Deanna. I have to give you one in each. I'm going to put it in the chat. And then... We can't hear you. I don't oh, know. I'm not talking. She said she's putting something in the chat. Oh, oh okay. Channeling. Okay, I need more information. Channeling. Um, oh, sorry. Okay, so those are the three topics. So I can remember what, what each came out. Okay. Okay, so first, channeling. Um, I was, I'm... I can say working my way through channeling or understanding what channeling is. And I was think X wanted to know if you knew more about channeling, Deanna. Um, more like uh, I guess channeling the spirit guides. Um because I was watching this video and it came up and it was just like, you can probably channel more than what you think. And some of the stuff it was sounds like I do and didn't know that I was. Um, especially when it comes to Deanna, I mean, literally 
I, I know I keep bringing this up, but ever since we had that conversation that day, I've been getting nothing but signs daily, twice, twice, three times a day, just coming. And I'm just like, oh, wow, it's definitely, and it, it's always an emotion that happened before I get an answer, if that makes sense. Like, I'll probably be worried about something. And then the time will change and it'll be like, I Google what it means. And then it's just like, this is what the angel's trying to tell you right now. And it's right when I need it. So I can't describe what it is. I don't know what I'm going through, but it's amazing. <laughs> and at the same time, it's just like, okay, so we should let go of that masculine energy that you have to actually humble yourself and hear what spirit realm is trying to tell you. Mm. So my goal now is to try to understand it more, the channeling part. So want to sidebar that if you could. No, I got any- so first off, congratulations. I wanna I wanna disclaimer this. When I say masculine energy, everyone, I'm not speaking about it in a in a negative manner. I'm speaking about masculine energy as in knowing that I as in not living in 100 percent masculine energy for me. So you saying what you said about releasing that masculine energy, Talisha, that allowed you to be open because that was a blockage that was a personal energy blockage for you when you released that energy you allowed yourself to be open to communication from God in the universe and what you just said about there's always okay okay Trinace um that there is an emotion that happens right before you get a sign that is the universe telling you, no matter what you're going through, you're on the right path. My sign is butterflies. When I'm in deep thought about something or I'm beginning to stress about something or I'm allowing something that I'm worrying about to distract me from my purpose, I'll see a butterfly. And the butterfly lets me know I'm on the right path that even though this is bothering me, keep going on the path and the journey that I'm on. I can't explain channeling to you in words because I don't know how I did it. There's some stuff, and this is when my partnership with Antonio comes, works perfectly because I can tell him something and he can break it down to me. I can tell him what I'm feeling and he can break it down to me in words. So I apologize. I can't tell you how I channel. I can't tell you. It does involve weed sometimes. I probably shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> probably shouldn't have said that out loud. But <laughs> but the when I get to a state of emptiness, and not uh, not emptiness as in I'm exhausted, tired, but emptiness as in I'm open to hear, feel, and receive whatever the universe has to give to me. It allows me to, like meditation, when you meditate, you can use your meditation to channel. And because I've been releasing so much, because that the, what the, 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 the energy blockage that I shared with y'all is only one. I got like 15 million billion of them. 
that was just one. <laughs> but the more I release those blockages, the more open I become so much so to where I can hear my grandmother when she talks to me without having to channel my grandmother. Like she, and I can, I can feel when my ancestors want to talk to me without me having to channel them. And my effects, like I was, I was supposed to be talking to my ancestors like last week. I haven't spoken to them yet. So my hand, the palm of my hands keep tingling because energy flows through palm of your hands, top of your head, bottom of your feet. My hands keep tingling because they want to talk to me and my method of communication with them is tarot. So when my hands start tingling, and it's a certain type of tingle, when my hands start tingling, then I know, okay, and I'll tell them, all right, I will talk to y'all when I get home, or I'll talk to y'all at this time. When, um, when my ancestors are telling me I need a cleansing, my feet start actually feeling, I have the feeling of water hitting my feet that means it's time for me to go to the beach when my grandmother wants to talk to me I just get this sense of I can't not her I can't explain I can't explain my grandmother but I'll just hear this actually I can't I hear this whisper and like come see me or we need to talk or I'll ask a question to the universe and I'll get the message of go see your grandmother. So my channeling, because I've released a lot and I don't know if y'all can hear the, my background, the music in the background, there's meditation. Okay. There's meditations and certain vibrational frequencies that I listen to that also help me with the cleansing process and the opening up of things. And I listen to that at night. So that's my meditation. So when it comes to the channeling, you have done something that has allowed the universe to openly express itself to you. And you are open enough and aware enough to see the conversation that they're trying to have with you. So whatever you do, keep doing that. Keep doing that. You may you may not even picked up on what it is you're doing, but the fact that you Google the meanings, the fact that you and you do a lot of outside studying that you don't tell anybody that you do. You do you 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 do a lot of personal studying that you don't tell anybody that you do. Because you are a big kid at this point, you are open to being a student. You are open to. You have a childlike curiosity, which has you open to receiving. You're going to God as a child. And because of that, he's able to talk to you and educate you. So keep whatever you're doing outside of what you tell us, keep doing that because it's helping you. Thank you. Oh, just to add for that example, guys, um, I have been thinking about two people I hadn't seen like in years. And in one day, which was yesterday, one called me from Florida and the other one saw me at the store yesterday. I don't. So that's why I, 
I was diving deep into this. Did I channel them for that to happen? You know, like that. Um, so, but on another note, thank you, Deanna. Um, I'm definitely going to keep looking into that because I want to fully understand what I'm doing. If that makes sense. And then. Oh, it makes complete sense. Trust me. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> um, therapy. Yesterday, Phil and Susan, we uh, all of us were on the um, human consultant show and we had the wins and challenges. And I didn't want to tell my challenge because one, I just didn't want to bring it up. And it was too much. At the moment, I don't think it was appropriate for me to talk about because the anger was there. Um, so I decided to just share my challenge, my wins, you know, that made me feel a lot better to share my wins than what I was facing within an hour before I got on the call. Um, but the the whole point of me mentioning is this is because I'm seeking this peace and harmony in my life and I enjoy my freedom. I may be doing a lot of masculine things like paying the bills and what I honestly, I don't know what, what you would call masculine feeling based off of that, but I really feel like I'm my a weight is on my shoulder, but I love the weight because I'm walking in freedom at the same time, not having to someone tell me where to go, how to go, you know, just in prison. I feel free doing what I'm doing right now. Um, but what I was trying to mention is yesterday, um, I feel that there, there needs to be a change and maybe y'all could help me figure out how to get this done. But in order to keep the peace in the relationships that I have, one, I want to have a better relationship with my child's father. And it's, Deanna, when you were talking about how you and your mom, y'all were like this constantly, we are constantly like this. And I feel like that's not a proper way to raise my daughter or to, she, she knows, she says, mom, she's like, y'all, why y'all can't get along? She's like, y'all at each other's throat within an hour of when y'all see each other. And that's sad. That's really sad. There's like these opinions and these just, the energy he brought in yesterday, I was like, you can't come to my house no more. Because I can't even have a, I can't express myself to you without you coming with another type of energy of that um, wasn't open to hear what I had to say, you know, but I sat down and listened to everything you had to say. So I'm trying to find a better way, guys, because I, I can't keep doing this. It's not healthy for her. And it's definitely not healthy for me. And I, my suggestion is for us to go get therapy, but knowing him, he's he's one of those black men that believe therapy ain't, you, we don't do therapy. So I don't know what else to do. I pray, last night I ended up praying for him, um, one for his health. And, and then remember how we always talk about anger, guys? His anger game is strong. That childhood trauma is strong and he will, walk in the room and you'll feel that energy immediately when he talks. So I don't know what else to do with that. Any advice? So I'm going to step down from this one because one of the things that I am still working on is not cutting people out of my life. Because my first response is cut them out. Don't ever respond again. Let them go. I see your hand, Trinace. Um, 
Trinace, you you go next. But if one of our one of the men on our call can respond to Talisha, because my response is not going to be appropriate. <laughs> but because you may you you may need a man's perspective. Because my perspective, if there's a point in my life, if I could. I would never talk to Don's dad, ever. He's non-existent to me. But I have a child. <laughs> he can't be non-existent to me. Trené said, get a mediator. He can't be non-existent to me. And don't stress yourself. That's a wonderful suggestion, actually. But I, I would like a man's opinion because I can only give my opinion. So if one of the men on the call even ones with their cameras off if they are in a position to, you know. But um, so Trinace, go ahead. Oh, go I ahead. I feel the speak. <laughs> now don't don't get it wrong, I got a comment, but I want to hear Phil first. <laughs> go ahead, Trinace. Okay, so I'm on break. So um, Talisha, he's just upset that you love him. So that's his issue. It doesn't necessarily have to do with anything that you're doing. He is just in shock and belief that you have left. If it becomes too overwhelming. Wait, wait, wait. wait. This, is, this is not the husband. This is not the husband I love. Oh. This, is, this is before the husband. I've been oh. dealing with him for 10 years. Oh, we'll still get, still get a mediator because he still could be mad because my kids are grown. My baby is 24 and they father still mad that he don't have a chance. The baby 24, sir, we've been done. So just get a mediator. Just get a mediator. Um, it's a form of you not having to deal with it. You can do your messages through that person. You can do the visitation through that person. You don't want to do that to yourself because you got to be the best mom you can be, no matter what kind of father he is. You got to be the best, period. And that's going to alleviate some of the stress that you have to deal with because it came a point where um, when my kids got older and they started seeing who he was, they were like, Mom, you don't never have nothing to say. I'm like, No, I, I don't. I don't have anything to say because I want you all to see who he is based on who you see not based on who I feel like he is. So it's going to get to that point. Find you a mediator. Find you a mediator. Um, maybe there's a family member that you all both get along with that you all can use, or maybe you can seek out with one. Don't, don't do that to yourself. It's not even worth, um, it's not worth your energy. It's just not worth the energy. And the second thing is, the hot, um, the, the trending words now are feminine and masculine, and masculine energy, soft life. Um, like this is something new. It's not nothing new. They're just new key words. We all have masculine and feminine energy, men and women. Um, women of color, they just rest in it because unfortunately society puts us in a position where we have to do everything. And um, that's just, but the other part of that is what came first, the chicken or the egg? That, that's what it's like. Which came first? Um, are, are, are we more masculine because 
because what society does or did the man become more feminine because he wasn't allowed to be masculine and now I mean so which one of them came first for me I am enjoying um, learning how to be feminine again because the thought last year was I don't want to be responsible for me because I'm a lot of responsibility I'm serious about that shit I am so serious the past couple of nights I've been up working on my event and whomever my husband is he gotta have to have that understanding but he's gonna also have to have the understanding he's gonna have to pay for it he's gonna have to create a lifestyle that allows me to live be immersed in what God has created me to do and that's feminine with the whatever that gift those gifts that God gave me are feminine gifts and um you are enjoying freedom and freedom is a part of femininity and paying bills is not masculine or feminine. That's just life. <laughs> that, that's just life. But freedom is feminine. Creativity is feminine. Nurturing is feminine. Those things that allow us to be open and vulnerable, all of those things that we were taught, don't never let them see you sweat. Don't cry. Put your big girl panties on. All of that is masculine. Just think of it. You you got to shut your emotions down. That's not fair. How can you operate like that? I'm not saying you live in them, but feel what it is in that moment. Well, me, I feel what it is. Trace it and keep it moving. But we, we got to learn how to feel those emotions because that helps us be better mothers better friends, better employees, employers, all of that helps us be better when we don't have to lock lock our emotions out. And um, a good example, at work, I don't really move very fast at work because that's me relaxing in my feminine energy. There are other women around the office that's walking around here super fast. I am not in a hurry. That's considered a difference, a, a physical difference between masculine, I'm not in no hurry to get nowhere, but except out the door to leave here. Now, then I turned it on, but otherwise I'm not in no hurry. So enjoy your freedom. That has nothing to do with um, feminine or masculine. That's you having some enjoyment. And we should, the Bible say we should enjoy life. That's you enjoy your life. You paying bills is just living. Your freedom your creativity has opened up, hasn't it? Your thought process has opened up. All of that comes from accessing femininity. So I'm making coffee for everybody. I still got some time. So <laughs> still got a little bit of time. This conversation has really been good. Um, I'm sorry that I was at work and not able to completely immerse myself in it, but it has been really good. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing. Go ahead, Mr. Well, Hill. <laughs> well, a number of things. Well, first of all, let's start off with what came first, the chicken or the egg? We know definitely what came first, the chicken or the egg. There's no doubt about it. You ready? Birds are descendants of dinosaurs. So what came first? The egg. Now, what came first, the dinosaur or the egg? I got no idea. 
But we know what came first, the chicken or the egg. Egg came first. There's no doubt about it. Slam dunk. We know that answer. So my point is, I having one bit of information, we now know the answer to the problem. Just one little bit. Now that we know the birds are descendants of dinosaurs, we know what came first, the egg. So that's why knowledge is important and studying is important. Uh, the, the other thing is, um, Wayne Dyer talks about when you put pressure on an orange, what do you get? Juice. Does it make any difference what kind of pressure? Hit it with a hammer, run over the car, put it in a food processor. The only thing that's going to come out of that orange is what's inside of it. Well, that's the same thing about us. When the pressure's on, it does make any difference what kind of pressure. Financial pressure, relationship pressure. What comes out of us is what's inside of us. So we need to start, if we don't like what's coming out, we need to start putting something different in. And also when you're dealing with other people, you have to understand the same thing with them. Now, when you start with the premise that we are all one, the same spirit that's in you is the same spirit that's in me. What I do to you, I do to me. We, 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 we operate off of a different level. So whoever this person is that may have some anger issues, and when you get to that level, you gotta be very careful because that's when people, when the pressure's on them, you don't know, you don't know what's inside of them. You gotta be careful with that. And then to oversee the whole thing, to blatantly plug our Monday night, let's study a book. We're doing Marianne Williamson and Return to Love, Reflections on the Principles of the Course in Miracles. The course seems to have one basic message. Relax. Thank you, Uncle. Look, I was about to say thank you, Uncle Phil. <laughs> thank you, Uncle Phil. Go ahead, and, and for me, Talisha, I'm going to give you a word. And when this situation comes up, I want you to remember this word. Okay? And I want you to meditate on it. And that word is this. Boundaries. Boundaries. We have judicial boundaries. We have societal boundaries. We have personal boundaries. Now, in your given situation, I don't know what judicially the courts have said in reference to him visiting or not visiting his, I, I, that I don't know, okay? Society, you're the mom, you're supposed to raise the child, blah, blah, blah. You know, where's the husband? Blah, blah, blah. Eh, I don't know about that either. Personal, that's you. And what I would say about personal when it comes to boundaries is this. Number one, Nobody can question your love for your daughter, period. And I believe that the biggest trauma you're having is knowing that you want your daughter to grow up and to be exposed to those things where she can make an informed decision about whether they're for her or against her. When that doesn't exist, there is confusion. And because you are her quote unquote sole protector, it drives you crazy when you can't make sure that that's presented before her. When this individual comes into your life, he creates confusion because that's who he is. We get that. But we go back to boundaries again. And I loved what uh, Trinae said about a mediator. But because the other individual who you were with for a while has moved on, you've got some freedom right now. And it feels good but you don't have all the freedom that you desire and you deserve it, it's your birthright and I want you to have it. Now, what's going through my mind is, is that he might be crazy, 
but I'm hoping that he's not stupid because Talisha, I believe you have more power than you give yourself credit for. That's just me talking. I could be wrong. But without your daughter present, I would have a, a conversation with him that first gets his attention. The reason why my parents were so effective with discipline with us, the first thing they did before they ever whooped us, they got our attention. So when they got our attention and they whooped us, <laughs> I, I got very few beatings because they first had my attention. And I believe that when you get people's attention, then that affords you the opportunity to communicate with them whether they want to receive what you got to say or not. Right now, you have the primary custody over your daughter 24-7, whether you, whether you let him stay with him on the weekend or whatever the case may be. You're the one that's basically raising him and allowing him time to come and spend time with her or pick her up or whatever you do. What I will make very clear to him is right now, things in my life have gotten better. And I plan to allow them to keep getting better so I can continue to raise my daughter the way I think she should be raised. I want her father in her life. But if what you bring to the table is a bunch of mess and a bunch of SHIT, that's not good for her. And I will do whatever it takes, even to the last breath of my body, to keep her from having to deal with that. And I don't want to do that because I think it's healthy and necessary for her to know who her father is and to grow up with that in her life. But you better believe something. I will do what I got to do for her welfare. And if you come here with that mess, guess what? I ain't got time for it and I'm not going to let, and I'm being honest with you and open with you because that's how much I love her and I'm willing to die for her. And you need to understand that because I, I, I really, I'm serious. Because of that, it's been 10 years, because of the way that relationship has been gone all these years, he doesn't respect your authority. He doesn't respect your love. He doesn't respect you, you being over your daughter. I'm the father. You're going to let me have access. Really? You may need to get a third part. You may need to do things up. But, but I say boundaries because I want you to know that those, are, those boundaries are yours. Your love for your child is yours. And you got to protect that. And he needs to know that you will, you, whatever means necessary, that's what I'm going to do. Because here's the bottom line, Talisha. If you don't do that, you're not going to be happy. And if you're not going to be happy, she's not going to be happy. And you're here to make sure that she grows up to be the woman she's supposed to be, whatever that takes. Now, it's up to that individual, that professionally stupid human. It's up to him to recognize that he need to come in a way differently than the way he's been coming. Because when you try to tell people what they got to do and what they don't do, they're, they're resistant to that. But you ain't got to tell him what he got to do. He needs to know what you're not going to do. Those are your boundaries. And that's your supervision over your daughter. And for whatever reason, we haven't gotten his attention. And, and Talisha, I don't know what it's going to take to get his attention. Okay? So... Your word from, from, from Jerome is boundaries. And you got my phone number, girl. So you know, if you need to call a brother, you know, even if homeboy there, like, what's up? What's up? 
Come on now. Because I was there when the other one was there. Yo, what's up? Are you? I'm okay. Okay. All right, now. You you know I don't play. I ain't scared of neither. And you know I come to Texas if I need you too. That's that's all. I, that's all I need to say. Thank you, Jerome, and thank you, Phil, for your words. Yeah, but before we let Tracy go, you mentioned channeling. The book you need to get is The Education of Oversoul 7. Oversoul 7, Oversoul. Oversoul 7 is a soul that's manifested in four different lives at four different times, all at the same time, and is being educated by another soul. Hmm. And this was written as a novel by James, by Jane Roberts. She's the one that did the channeling of Seth. There's a whole movement of the Seth spirit was channeled through Jane Roberts. What she learned through that experience, she wrote a novel. And the novel is The Education of Oversoul 7 by Jane Roberts. And again, Oversoul 7, Oversoul 7 is a soul that's manifested in four different lives at four different times all at the same time and is being educated by another soul. So that'll give you a little idea of the whole concept of channeling. Thanks, I was trying to, um, you said over what? Oversoul. Oversoul. Oh, Oversoul. Check the chat. I put it the link in the chat, and there's actually a trilogy, and that's the link I put in there for you. Right. Okay, thank, thank you. Tracy, you're up. Good morning. I had to jump on, and uh, pretty much, uh, I'm I'm back. I'm piggybacking off of what Jerome was saying because he actually started to hit some of the points that I was going to say for Talisha. Um, Protect your peace is what I heard my spirit tell me to tell you because your peace will rub off on your daughter. And I know this for a fact because when you are not at peace, she can feel your energy. And as a mother, our energy to our daughters is stronger than we know. And even when you think you trying to hide your feelings or if you feel like, okay, I'm not going to show it while she's in the room, it doesn't matter if she sees it on your face, she can feel it in your, she can feel it in her spirit because you all have a spirit that's attached, okay? Um, so when he was saying uh, boundaries, I was thinking also set expectations that go along with those boundaries. So your expectations for whomever the gentleman is, is look, this is the way we need to handle ourselves when we are around our daughter. If you cannot live up to these expectations, then these are the consequences for not living up to the expectations and giving and, and pretty much putting it out there, explaining, look, the reason why I'm setting these expectations is because our energy is rubbing off on her. And when it rubs off on her, that affects her social and emotional altogether. And so, like you said, she asked that time, you know, why y'all don't get along? Whoever, you know, that was the mom or whomever. So she sees it, she feels it. And you just said you enjoy this freedom. But when you don't have that relationship, then you're actually not free. You're actually binding yourself because you are 
anytime because it sounds like anytime you know this person about to come you already probably get tense and get nervous and start feeling a certain way before they even step in the room because you know how they respond some of the times so with that being said protect your peace set the expectations and then Deanna I know you didn't want to say it but I know sometimes people say you know well you can't just cut people off however Sometimes if people are not bringing peace into your life and if all someone wants to bring into your life is chaos and confusion, then sometimes you may have to step away and say until we can get on the same page and you're not disturbing the energy that I'm trying to bring to my daughter. We might have to take a moment where you don't come around. And those are just my thoughts. Praying for you. Have a good one, y'all. Thank you. One more thing, uh, Tadisha, document and journal. So if it has to come down to something legal, you can go back and refer. On this occasion, this happened. On this occasion, that happened. On this occasion, I had to do this. On this occasion, I was forced to do that. Bingo. So keep that in mind, too. There you go. Talisha, would you like to respond to everyone? I just want to say thank you for all the inputs uh, because that was a, a weight on my shoulder last night and I uh, prayed over it. And so I guess today was the day God was like, here, here's the people that's going to answer that question for you. <laughs> so thank you all for your input. Well, I want to thank everyone for the amazing call today. Uh, Grace, if you can put out the alignment link. Everyone, please, pretty please, make sure that you purchase your ticket to the Exploring Alignment Conference, August 17th from 8 a.m. to 3.15 p.m. I want to thank all of y'all so much for joining us. We will see those who are part of, whoop, whoop, uh, those who are a part of the Bureau Keynotes. We shall see you all tonight at 7 p.m. Tonight, we have the amazing Miss Trinace, who will be speaking. Thank you all so much for joining us. You can plant better. You can dominate. We'll see you all in the morning. Love you. Love you more. Love you more. Love you more. <laughs>